How are palliative care services reimbursed? At present time, palliative care services are really only partially reimbursed. We spoke about hospice care, and really hospice is a, a package of comprehensive palliative care services that, are, that is well reimbursed by Medicare, but again, it requires people to acknowledge that they are dying and agree to forego care that is disease-modifying or intended specifically to prolong life. In palliative care, since we're not constraining people to either acknowledge that they're dying or give up anything to get it, it's value-added services, right now the services of that team are not well reimbursed. There's some work going on nationally, and I'm part of it, to attempt to expand services uh, or reimbursement for palliative care services through Medicare and private insurers. The irony here is that the team approach that palliative care represents has been shown to be cost effective, meaning that in the, in the life of the patient with illness, palliative care has been shown in a multiple areas to diminish total health care costs over that person's last year or two of life. It does so by diminishing the need for hospitalizations toward the end of life. People who have had palliative care in addition to their life prolonging or disease modifying treatments, cancer treatments or, or cardiology treatments for instance, tend to spend less time in an ICU, less time in the hospital. Not because they, they've been told they can't go to the hospital, but because by providing an alternative and, and making sure that their needs are well met, their symptoms are well addressed, that a crisis prevention and crisis management plan is in place, they simply don't need to call the ambulance, don't need to come back to the hospital because their needs are being cared for at home. The irony is, is that while that diminishes total health care costs, it does so at the end of life and for mostly for the payers of health care but toward the beginning where we need to put in place the communication and care planning conferences and all of the home care and the assessments not only by myself as a physician and I can get paid through the reimbursement codes but also for the spiritual care provider and the social worker and so many other people who are involved in the total care of this patient those services are not well reimbursed so, while we're saving costs to the Medicare or to the private insurers in diminished use of hospitals, at the moment there's not good ways of reimbursing for the services required to achieve those cost benefits. What we're doing in, in the meantime is trying to show the benefits to the health system of our services and in fact We've done a specific study here at Dartmouth-Hitchcock that shows that when palliative care is involved, the costs to the institution per day tend to diminish dramatically. Again, not because we're withholding any services, quite the contrary, but because we're investing services in, in having comprehensive conversations with people about their condition, their treatment options, what the future holds, and trying to match their preferences and their values to the medical treatments that are available. Often when those big conversations happen, the plan of care tends to focus much more on comfort and quality of life and less on continuing to order PET scans or MRIs or going for treatments that really, in the larger scheme of things, 
aren't really meeting the people's real needs. And so we found that we actually are cost effective, although reimbursement remains a challenge. Mm -hmm.